You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. What up, world? Welcome and all to another episode of the Ocho, presented in partnership, as always, with SB Nation's bloggingtheboys.com. My name is RJ Ochoa. You know me, of course, from BTB and from Riders, your humble host on the Ocho. It is Thursday, the third day, March 17th, 2022. A very happy St. Patrick's Day to you. We hope all is well wherever you are. We hope you're happy, safe, healthy, and I trust that you're not very happy uh, because you're here. And um, well, hopefully I'm not contributing to that. But uh, you're here because you're a Dallas Cowboys fan. And um, today, March 17th, is uh, a new day, technically, of the new league year. The first full day of the new league year, for being factual. And um, at the time of this recording, which is about 9 p.m. Central Time on Wednesday the 16th, the Dallas Cowboys have really done nothing to improve their roster um now to be frank you know the to be fair rather the cowboys have done some things they have placed the franchise tag on dalton schultz they have re-signed michael gallup they struck a new deal with demarcus lawrence they restructured the contracts of dak prescott and zach martin to create some salary cap space along with uh with the demarcus lawrence deal and we'll see if they are able to work out a long-term situation with dalton schultz that would obviously lower his cap hit this year and and give them even more salary cap space and they've done some other ancillary things like uh bring back noah brown and jake mcquade and, and malik hooker no disrespect to any of those players um but overall the cowboys roster is worse than it was when the season ended and when the season ended, the roster was not good enough, right? We know that. We learned that. We learned that over the course of the second half of the season. It wasn't just that they lost in the playoffs. It wasn't just that they got embarrassed in the playoffs. It wasn't just that they were unprepared in the playoffs. It's, you know, it's it's that they, you know, they weren't good enough. And that's okay. That's what this part of the year is for. This part of the year is to add, is to draft, is to make sure that you strengthen your weaknesses, that you add to your strengths potentially, you establish depth. And those things have yet to happen. Now, I don't know when you're going to listen to this. Like I said, I'm recording it at 9 p.m. on Wednesday night. Um, you know, this goes live early Thursday morning. Um, none of this is shocking, right? You know, it, and by this, I mean, at, at present moment, the Cowboys do not have an external free agent that they have brought in from another team. They don't have any. They, they've had interest in one uh, that was kind of reported, Nicholas Morrow, the linebacker that wound up with the Chicago Bears. Um, you know, obviously there was the Randy Gregory saga, which we don't have to relitigate. That's been talked about several times here on our network. Um, they had, you know, reportedly some mild interest in Zedaria Smith. So I guess it's actually more than one, but um, they also had some reported interest in Von Miller. And that, you know, it's hard to say that blew up in their face. Um, but the, the players that they have seemingly had interest in it's hard not to believe that they weren't used, that the Cowboys brand wasn't used to, you know, strengthen the offers that those players got elsewhere. That Zadarius Smith got with the Baltimore Ravens, that Von Miller got with the Buffalo Bills, and 
you know, Patrick Peterson, the, uh, you know, all-time cornerback uh, who's coming off a season with the Minnesota Vikings. He was on NFL Total Access on Wednesday. And, you know, he said some teams that he's interested in this offseason. And he mentioned the Cowboys. And I tell you what, I would not be shocked if Patrick Peterson gets the proverbial bag somewhere else. Uh, you know, mentioning the Cowboys brand is a good thing, generally. I mentioned this. Um, we've been doing daily recaps on our YouTube channel. If you uh, if you want to check those out, you can. Please subscribe to the Blog of the Boys YouTube channel. Subscribe here, by the way, the Blog of the Boys podcast network we have two shows that come out every single day we make sure you are covered head to toe in all things dallas cowboys and if you can leave a rating and write a review those things really help us uh but but something i mentioned um in the daily recap for wednesday was just kind of recent history the players that have connected themselves to the cowboys patrick peterson is actually on that list uh wound up with the minnesota vikings a year ago we've seen draft prospects do it miles garrett you know made a video um pleading with jerry jones to trade tony romo to get the number one overall pick to select him five years ago deshaun watson who's obviously in the news right now um i said this in the video i think it was at a a, i should have checked after the video i think it was at an awards dinner or something and i believe it was actually in dallas and jason garrett was in attendance and uh, deshaun was drafted in 2017 along with miles garrett and uh, said i know you have dak and everything blah 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 but hey you know whatever kind of made a case to be drafted by the cowboys and you know to a tongue of iloa you know a couple years ago said on NFL Network he wanted to be drafted by the Cowboys. So this is, you know, if you're an agent, it's smart. It's connect your big name client, whether it's a draft prospect or a free agent, to the biggest name in the NFL and up the offer, up the ante, up the narrative, up the whatever. And it kind of seems like that's all the Cowboys are good for right now. The Cowboys are resting on their laurels. And to be clear, you know, they have had some success with that in the past. But the Von Miller thing really was kind of, I think, a breaking point for a lot of people. And I think this has been an interesting ride. Um, obviously, you know, a lot of Cowboys fans have been really disconnected with this team since the season ended in the playoff loss. And I think the Von Miller thing kind of represented this hope. It, it was this, you know, maybe we're we're, we're the, the cartoon that, that always gets, you know, tricked or whatever. And it was the, the you know, for the hundredth time in a row, you know, the, the you know, the the roadrunner coming for us and we're the coyote trying to chase it. You know what I'm saying? Like that's, that's what it kind of felt like. Like we know how this ends. We've seen this a million times. The roadrunner always gets away, always has the last laugh, but for some reason we're the coyote and we're just determined to catch it. And so, we kind of believed, you know, and, and it made sense to believe, you know, NFL Network's Jane Slater reported that, that Von Miller had interest in the Dallas Cowboys and considering the Randy Gregory thing. And again, we don't have to go back through it, but the Cowboys had a need. We knew that they were willing to spend at that position because of the way it all happened and unfolded. So, you know, one and one is two, two and two is four, bada bing, bada boom, let's get Von Miller in a Cowboys uniform. And, you know, Wednesday, as the new league year arrived, brought with it uh, the idea that Vaughn was going to return to the Rams. They seemed like the heavy favorite. The Buffalo Bills kind of came in out of nowhere. And look, the narrative is that the Buffalo Bills overpaid. I had some tweets about this, and I'm here to contextualize them a little bit. I will fully 100% agree that the Buffalo Bills overpaid to get Vaughn Miller. I don't know anybody who doesn't overpay in free agency. Generally speaking, this is an overpaying process, which is why the Dallas Cowboys shy away from it so much. But, you know, we're, we're, we're done. Like, it's it's not working anymore, right? Like, the, the idea of being frugal or being efficient or being cost-effective uh, with your money if you were the Dallas Cowboys is not yielding the results that you need. You need to do something different the 
overwhelming amount of evidence has proven that to you. Uh, I thought Bobby Belt, Dallas Cowboys insider for 105 Through the Fan, had an incredible tweet about this. Um, I, I love to you know, kind of incorporate pop culture in different ways, and I hadn't thought about this in a long time. Bobby's tweet again on Twitter, Bobby Belt TX. He's uh, been all over the place this week. Certainly follow him. Great friend. Um, tweeted, Cowboys fans pleading with the front office to dabble in free agency sounds like Romany Malco in 40-year-old virgin. I don't even know if I pronounced his name correctly. I don't remember the, the character's uh, name pronunciation from the movie. But the quote is, what has felt right for you doesn't work. You need to try some wrong, dog. And I 100% agree with that. It's like Cowboys, you know. Whoever, pick whoever you want to talk to right now. Jerry, Steven, the overall brain trust. This is not working, okay? Sure, you won 12 games last year. You swept the NFC East. Great. Maybe we overrated you a little bit on our end. But you are still a close team, especially because you play in this division. This division is right there for the taking. And I, I mean, and so is the AFC East, to be very clear. And that's why I'm so jealous of the Buffalo Bills. They know they got two easy games against the Jets this coming year. I mean, you know, it's, it's the Jets. The Dolphins, we'll see what Mike McDaniel manages to do. Obviously, Cedric Wilson's going for 2,000 yards. Uh, but, I mean, still an easy road to go for the Bills there in that sense. The Patriots, obviously, a thorn in Buffalo's side for a long time, but they really kind of put that to bed as the season ended. And so, the Bills kind of, you know, I think you look at the NFC East, I think you look at the AFC South, especially after Deshaun Watson is ultimately traded, uh, and we'll see what Jacksonville looks like and, and who winds up being the quarterback in Indianapolis, but that that's Tennessee's division to lose. And the AFC East, I think those are, you know, and, and even, you know, the NFC South, that's such a, you know, those four divisions, it's, those are the easiest paths to the playoffs, right? You look at the AFC West, it's crazy. Who's going to win it, Bob? Even the NFC North. I mean, like, the, the pa- who's challenging the Packers in the NFC North right now? And so if you have an easy road to the playoffs, you have a shot, and you have to maximize that shot. You have to take advantage of that shot, and I'm so jealous that the Buffalo Bills have a, a front office that understands that. I mean, the, the Bills have done such a tremendous job at building their team over the last few years that they're now arguably the best team in the NFL. I mean, they, they lost in the divisional round off of the crazy – freak nature athleticism all world whatever that is Patrick Mahomes right that 13 second drive where Kansas City tied it went to overtime won it Buffalo never touched the ball I mean just a one out of one millionth way that Buffalo could have lost that game and instead of saying you know what we were that close 999,999 times out of a million games we win that game so we're close enough we don't have to do anything I love that they said to hell with that we want to add Von Miller we want to add OJ Howard we want more 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 I said that exact line in the daily recap on our YouTube video because that's what it takes. I mean, and and the Rams are a perfect example of that. And and I think, you know, we, I used to say I, I've been podcasting for a long time and I appreciate those of you who have been with me since the very beginning. I used to say at the beginning of, of my career here, you know, I, I started all this in around 2015 and it felt so much when the Cowboys built their roster for 2015 like they were trying to pick up and there's a noise outside. We'll see a bear barks. Good job, buddy. Proud of you. He's a little bit sleepy. Like I said, it's a little bit later than when I used to record. But I used to I used to say that the Cowboys were trying to build their roster to pick up where Dez caught it in the divisional round. Like they, they were trying to, to act as if they could start from that point, and you can't. You cannot start from that point. You have to go all the way back to the very beginning. And it's not, you have to climb the mountain all over again. It's not the same mountain. It's a different mountain that you have to learn how to climb. It's, you know, um, 
it's not like uh, what was the documentary Free Solo? That was such an incredible documentary, by the way, uh, where he practiced that specific uh, climb. If you haven't seen it, it's about uh, I forget his name, but he climbed this. I mean, the general premise is he climbed this insane mountain and he did it, you know, free solo, as in no equipment, whatever. And he practiced. He studied the mountain. He studied the places to put his hands and his arms and places to rest and things like that. And there was this one part that was really tricky. That was like the really dangerous part. I think it's on Disney Plus. Seriously, if you haven't seen it, incredible documentary. But anyway. This isn't that. This isn't the same mountain that you can say, okay, you know, a year ago, we tripped up at this part of the mountain. So we just got to prepare for that and we'll be good. We'll get all the way to the top. No, it's a different mountain. And now it might be raining. It might be snowing. It might be in the desert. Like you have no idea what this mountain is going to look like. So you have to bring reinforcements to the party every single year. And the constant clap back to this idea, to, to the, you know, because there's a section of Cowboys fans that, that is upset, right? There's a sector that are saying, why aren't you doing anything? How can you just sit there? You created this salary cap space. You were willing to spend this money on Randy Gregory. How can you be sitting there and being this wallflower while everybody else is on the dance floor? And the common response to that is, look, all the Cowboys have to do is nail the draft. This is a deep edge rusher class. This is a deep wide receiver class. Okay, those things are true. I'll give you that. I'm fine with this. Why are you purposefully putting all of this pressure on the draft? Why, why are you putting even more pressure than there already is on the draft? It's so difficult to have success in general in the draft. And to the Cowboys' credit, they have done it pretty sustainably year over year, at least in the early rounds, right? It's, you know, it gets hard in the later rounds for anybody. But, I mean, why would you make that more difficult? You know, like, why are you on purpose fighting with one arm behind your back i mean you know why are you you know you're, you're you're playing a game and you get three lives and throwing two of them away why are you you know putting more hay in the haystack that you have to find this needle it doesn't make sense you are allowed to also use free agency imagine if you used this part of the process to improve your roster you then got to the draft and you still nailed the draft then you would have even more things to utilize towards your benefit towards climbing the mountain regardless of the circumstances to use adjacent garrettism Hey, this is Scott Galloway, author, professor, entrepreneur, and most importantly, host of the Prop G podcast. We got a special series running on right now called The Future of Work, where I answer all your questions on, surprise, The Future of Work. Questions including, what are we missing when we work remotely? Or how do we handle work-life balance when a major opportunity comes knocking? From the provocative to the technical, we're offering insights you won't want to miss. So tune in to The Future of Work, a PropGPod special sponsored by Canva. You can find it on the PropGPod wherever you get your podcasts. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. And so that's where the frustration lies. And, I, I, you know, we're all at this, like, delicate point where, where this, you know, the tiniest little flicker can, can set people off in this crazy way. And we did get a tiny little flicker on Wednesday night. Uh, it was reported by NBC5's Nui Scruggs. Um, pulling up the tweet here to read it exactly. Uh, on Twitter at Nui Scruggs. This is Nui's tweet, word for word verbatim. I'm told Dak Prescott put more effort into recruiting Von Miller than Cowboys management. 
Once Gregory signed with Denver, Miller had Dallas as his number one destination. Dallas never made an offer. And then Newey adds, the Cowboys need someone in the locker room that understands what it takes to win a Super Bowl. Now, for what it's worth, you know, there are reports that Buffalo was Vaughn's number one destination all along. I believe uh, the MMQB's Albert Breer had that. And, you know, that's that's going to be the story, right? Like, I never wanted to be anywhere. I always wanted to be in Buffalo, you know, Bill's Mafia, whatever, circle the wagons, right? Okay, this this is one report, and we'll see. You know, the, the, the coming days will probably tell us how true this is. And and this has been a week where we have certainly learned that there are multiple levels to a story, as, again, evidenced by the Randy Gregory situation. But if this is true, and I want to very clearly stress that this is an if proposition. Uh, so we're operating under an assumption, you know, that might be proven to be false. If this is true, I think it's possible before you, you know, get really upset. I think it's possible that the Cowboys got wind of the numbers that Von Miller's deal was going to be the six year, $120 million deal. Now it wasn't that much, you know, when you look at the guarantees, but still, you know, it's an intense deal, you know, in general, it's possible the Cowboys got wind of that and never made a formal offer because they knew they weren't going to match that, right? Like that, that wouldn't be, you know, this, this thing to like criminalize them for. It is upsetting that the things that are upsetting rather or that Dak Prescott was involved, again, allegedly. And if this is true, if you're QB1, whose contract you restructured in the exact name of this purpose of creating salary cap space to bring in help for the team, if, if he was passionate about this, you know, maybe your level of involvement should have been higher. If you don't want to, you know, reach that point of spending too much, okay, but maybe, you, maybe you're a little bit more interested if Dak Prescott wants you to be. If, if you're going down this road where you restructure Dak, you restructure Zach Martin, you, you strike a new deal with Demarcus Lawrence, you trade away Amari Cooper, all of these cascading moves in the name of creating salary cap space for the purposes, I mean, all these, you know, the, the only person who I guess really had to sacrifice here is, is Amari Cooper, given that he is the only one who was traded. Demarcus Lawrence got more guaranteed money. It's not like Dak or Zach Martin lost anything because, again, it was just restructures to their deals. But imagine if you're any one of them and, you know, whatever. Again, it's not something that really costs you, but you're told you went through this because the Cowboys are going to use it to improve the team. And here they sit and they've done nothing. And it's possible that, and maybe even by the time you're listening to this, they have brought back Jaron Curse or, you know, Dorrance Armstrong or Leighton Vanderesh. Um, you know, we're getting a little bit, you know, deeper now. Maybe Carlos Watkins, Terrell Basham, Brent Urban, those types of things. Maybe they've made signings that are similar to those uh, as far as new free agents to be. We are entering the second and third waves, which is when the Cowboys generally kind of get off of the wall and onto the dance floor. Um, but but is that enough? Is that is that why you is that why you had to trade Amari? I mean, is is that what you were like really worried about? And when it came to your salary cap space, because all of these other teams are improving. Again, the Buffalo Bills are a great example. It's it's just frustrating, and you know, there's a level of emotion to that where it is frustrating. But objectively, it's difficult to justify the process. The process has run its course. The process has yielded its results. And it's not enough. And you have to you have to adjust. You do. I mean, every other team is is understanding of this. Every other team gets it. And so you know, we can sit here and talk about how people are more checked out and, and people are upset and people are bothered and, and you know, people have given up on the Cowboys, whatever. You know, people will still watch, right? The Cowboys aren't gonna suffer. They're still gonna be Forbes' most valuable team, they're still gonna sell a ton of jerseys and on and on and on and on and on. But it does feel, um, you know, 
it 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 feels a little bit more real. I guess that's maybe the best way to say it. The, the apathy feels real. I think people, and by people I mean Cowboys fans, are starting to approach their fandom as just a level of entertainment, right? Hey, this is it's my team. You know, I I I buy some gear. I wear their colors. I draft some of their dudes on my fantasy team. I get their alerts on my score center app. You know, if I if I start a Madden franchise, if the game were actually good, if I start a Madden franchise, you know, I'll be them or I'll have one of their players on my team. But you know, I know what's up. You know, like all all these things that we have told ourselves over time have worn thin. They've worn themselves out. They've worn out their welcome, right? We've all done the same song and dance different times, different years, different players, right? Oh, well, this is a really smart way to go about this because the Cowboys, they're they're not they're, they're the, the, the this free agent doesn't factor into the compensatory formula. Oh, the Cowboys are letting this player walk and they're going to turn around and get that comp. Pick. We've we fought that fight, right? Oh, you know, this this play like Zedaria Smith was such a great example, and, and again he wound up with the Baltimore Ravens. Zedaria Smith played one game last year. And granted, he did return for the playoff game that the Packers have. He played the season opener, had back surgery, missed the whole year, came back for the playoffs. That was vintage Cowboys, right? Like this this big name, you know, big star that that was a value for a very specific reason. That's you know. We've 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 made those arguments, right? We've had those those fights with people on Twitter. No, this is a great this is a great move. This is great value. They you know that they they get it. They understand what they're doing. We we have carried the water for all of these different points, and there's there's no more water left. There's none. We're, we're back at the well, and there is no water left to carry. It's all been burned up and spent and thrown around and doused on different things. And so, what what is there? I mean, it's it's the same old thing. And so it's hard to believe that that's not going to yield the same old results. And that's not to say, you know, you get in these discussions and people say, you know, it's the same thing for 26 years. That's not true. I don't think that's fair. I think that's a, a gross exaggeration. Unfortunately, the Cowboys haven't had success in that long. And so that gets used as this like, you know, platitude of sorts that people reach. But this has been who they've been. This this exact point of frustration for about a decade now, right? The Brandon Carr deal, we've discussed that many times, spooked them. And you have this window. You have this window right now. You have the franchise quarterback. You have the most difficult thing that it is to find, you know. And and you're you're purposefully avoiding the easier things to find. And and that's it's just it's it's so hard to make peace with. It's so hard to understand, especially when you know the things they say. You know. And again, this isn't to, to mock you know the quotes of the Cowboys brass or the Cowboys front office, but they talk about how it's difficult, you know, because you know so many players take up certain you know percentages of the salary cap space. Look around, look around. Other teams find ways. And that's again, I don't I don't like to speak you know vaguely or in this ambiguous way like be be like team x that's you know because that's not really anything that's not that's not a point but be like literally anybody else you, you know be like literally anybody else that's kind of what it feels like at this point um time will tell what what comes of uh, the second wave and the third wave um i expect they'll get on the board finally with an external free agent again maybe by the time um you're listening to this um this drops or very early uh, thursday morning not wednesday morning so uh we'll see um and i i expect there'll be a lot of like pinch me jokes if it does happen on saint patrick's day you know whatever uh blah blah but it's been a it's been a unique week um you know, it's, like I said, I've been doing this for a while, and I, I can't remember a free agency that has been this tense. And that would be the word I would use to describe it. And so um, are, are some things, 
you know, maybe unfair to the Cowboys? Yeah, probably. Right? Like the way a lot of people, you know, and again, I know I've said this several times, but not to go down the Randy Gregory path again, but you've made up your mind how you feel about that, whatever way it is. You know, some people believe that one way is unfair, but they don't have the benefit of the doubt, right? They don't have the benefit of the doubt to where when a situation like that starts to unfold itself, that the people, you know, are willing to give it to them. And and I think similarly with this Newey Scruggs report, and, and again, you know, we'll see. It, it, it's one report. It's 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 an alleged thing that that occurred, but you know, and, and it was it was Tom Ryle who you'll hear later on today, by the way, on Riled Up with Roy White, who uh, we were chatting about this, and and he mentioned this line to me. He said, you know, it's it's just it's that it's really believable, right? And it may may not be true, right? And and we'll find out. Like I said, you know, we this week has taught us to be a little bit more patient with things, but it's not hard to believe. And that's what's frustrating. It's not a hard thing to believe because of everything that we've been living through for the last 10 years. And so it's easy to believe that, that Dak Prescott, you know, did what he could. And then the Cowboys said, that's cool, man. But, you know, we, we're not in on this. So um, we will see. My name is RJ Cho. You know me from throughout the blog and the boys universe. You can follow me on Twitter or Instagram at RJ Ochoa. Uh, my DMs are open. Um, if you have any you know, comments, questions, points of criticism, hopefully constructive, but if not, hey, you know, all ears always want to improve uh, in the name of giving you the best product possible. We really do appreciate that you give us your time. That is the most precious thing you can give in this world. And so we thank you um, for spending part of your Dallas Cowboys fandom with us. Uh, like I said, we have two podcasts that drop every single day and we drop at least something all days, and that includes weekends. So uh, your schedule from here on out through the weekend, uh, you've got me right now. Obviously, we're finishing up. You do have Riled Up coming your way on Thursday afternoon. Tom Ryle, Roy White, uh, they'll discuss a lot of this in, in, in their own, you know, fantastic way uh tomorrow on friday you have a new episode of girls talking boys with kelsey charles and meg murray later on friday afternoon the latest edition of the star seminar one of our newest shows with danny phantom and btb legend rabble rouser danny's a btb legend too uh on saturday cowboys oi with mauricio rodriguez uh, an entirely spanish spoken show that we have here on the blog and the boys podcast network i've actually been working on my own spanish lately to, to hopefully participate in some of those things in the future and then on sunday the world's team with meg murray and Paul Stewart from the UK Cowboys contingent. And then we start the ride all over again on Monday, baby. So all that being said, thank you, Bear, for not barking. He just picked his head up. So uh, he might want to go do something. Who knows? But all that being said, thank you for spending time with me. I really appreciate it. I hope you have the best day of all time. I hope you have the greatest day ever. Uh, I hope if you're wearing green, it is not Philadelphia Eagles green because that is the worst possible kind. Um, I hope you have the best day ever. You know why? Because you deserve it. We will see you manana, my friends. As always, go Cowboys and peace out. more to-dos, less time, and an infinite number of tools to keep track of. Sometimes doing business has never felt harder, but you don't need a miracle to hit your goals. You can just use HubSpot because their all-in-one customer platform can make growing your business infinitely easier. Imagine this, high-quality leads, fast-closing deals, wildly happy customers, and more benchmark-breaking quarters. It's not a miracle, it's HubSpot. Visit HubSpot.com to get started today.